0: Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com
1: Hello, our fabulous friends, and welcome to episode 19. Really? Barely our ages (laughs) of a great day to talk. We I'm Kim Michelle and I'm here with my great friends, Miss Jill Burkett. Hello. And my other great friend, Miss Patty Richardson hello (laughs) and we are coming to you on a tuesday so if you're following us live uh, it is tuesday instead of our regular live day of wednesday so hopefully we'll have maybe some people find us and join us today today we're going to be talking about our book our august read now talk later book of the month, which is The Brilliant Life of Eudora Honeyset by Annie Lyons. And uh, I'm so excited to talk about this book. I loved this book so, so very, very much. I loved the written book. I loved the audio, the the talent that reads this book. And I really got an appreciation uh, on this book specifically that that is talent. Because if you listen to a lot of books, which I am not, I still read a lot, just the, the real words on a page, (laughs) but as I age (laughs) and as there are so many more books that I want to be able to discover, and I can't get through them and move through them as quickly as I would want to. And now that I'm back in the classroom and I have books that I get the opportunity to read as part of my classroom experience. And then also books that I want to be able to read as part of just my life experience, not that there's not overlap there, of course, (laughs) but, um, I know that I'm going to get to choose into audibles a little bit more, the more I do that. However, the more I can totally appreciate that your talent that is reading the book can make or break the book for you as much as the written word on the page. True. Yeah. So in this particular book, the talent that is reading this book is just phenomenal. And so if you loved, loved, loved reading the book and you could hear those voices so clearly speaking to you as you were reading the book, then I would encourage you to, and you loved it, um, which, hello. How could you not? Mm -hmm. Then I would encourage you to, you know, jump on the unicorn. (laughs) I'm just gonna paraphrase or steal a little rosy notebook here and, um, listen to it again on audible because i think you'll or however you're listening to your books i think you'll really enjoy it it's fantastic yeah Yeah. fantastic yeah so we're gonna jump right in to um the book and we're gonna uh kind of do a little bit different a lot of times we just kind of go through the book and we follow the book as it lays itself out chronologically or through the span of the book. And this time we're kind of going to approach some questions about the book and um, how they uh, unfold in the book and what maybe we're meant to learn from those questions in the book. And what is the application outside of the book? What is the application? What does it make us think yeah, about? Yeah, <clears throat> what does it make it us mm-hmm. think about? And hmm, makes
2: us go, hmm, <laughs> just like that. Well, we have a question on our board, Um, uh, Michelle asking, do you girls prefer audibles or actually turning the pages? And I think we all, well, for me, I usually read the book, but I have been enjoying audible lately. It's just not been something that I've always done, but I do enjoy audible. I think I can almost get through a book a little bit quicker because I'm listening, I'm reading, listening. More often, yeah, yeah. While I'm driving to and from, but that makes sense, Patty. I
0: have been. I was. I was kind of a snob. For oh, years totally. And oh, years yeah. Totally. We've, we've talked about that. Look I thought snob. Audible. Mm-hmm. You didn't. Yep.
2: You didn't read it. You listened to it. Yeah. Because you're lazy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I had
0: several experiences listening, and all of them were fantastic mm-hmm. readers, and. It just adds a depth and another layer to the book. You know, one of them that I read or read, listened to was Alicia Keys memoir Mm -hmm. and she read it. That was fantastic. I've heard that about that. Yes. And I've heard that too. It's just amazing to me. And like you said, Kim Michelle, uh, it could just as easily go the opposite direction. And sometimes it's really hard to finish one that the reader Mm -hmm. Kind of grinds on your
2: nerves a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah, And I don't like to speed up the voice always. A little bit maybe, but if the voice is a little irritating, sped up, it's It's more irritating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: There are some authors that I do feel like um, they should heed my advice and I should send them a little note and say, do yourself a favor and don't read your own book because you are not doing yourself a favor by reading your own Mm -hmm. book. (laughs) Um, So... And I was even a snob before that, right? So when everybody was reading Kindle, I was like, oh, Yes. Oh, oh, right, right. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, no, no. I need the book in front of me. Well, and the you're, smell a of you're a You're yes, a right? To turn the page. And I do love that. There is something about that that I really do um, still love. And the truth is also that my... Eyes are aging as well. And so it is oftentimes at night, especially easier for me to read off of the Kindle. Because you can turn
2: the brightness up.
1: Yes. And um, Scott will tease me all the time. He'll say, um, you know, you're reading your Kindle, which has a light. <laughs> Do you really need the light on on your nightstand as well? And I'll be like, yes. Yes, I it's do. The ambiance. Thank you very so much. So my my issue uh, is that I'm not really self-disciplined enough to listen to more on Audible. If I'm really attempting to track it, because what I tend to do is multitask, mm-hmm. and then when I'm multitasking, I think I'm following. But in truth, be told, if you wanted to quiz me on really what just happened in the last 40 minutes of the book, I'm not sure how I would do. I would get the basic concepts yeah. and maybe in some, sometimes that's enough, but sometimes sure. it, in for my students in my class, if I quizzed them, like I might be quizzed,
0: they probably wouldn't pass. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I do like about it, you know, we drive mm-hmm. so much for hockey Drive mm-hmm. up to Salt Lake and I get a lot of listening Yeah, in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah. really enjoy that. I really, really well, enjoy that. Well, and it's
2: that. perfect for people who can't read in the car because it makes them sick, too. Yeah. And Absolutely. just put your own earbuds in and yeah. Yeah. go. Yeah. sit in a car with control. other people. Yeah. <laughs> get your
0: snacks
1: out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a really great question, too, because. Scott is asking, what is one thing that you would tell someone who hasn't read the book that might result in them choosing to read the book? So as we go through this, if everything we talk about doesn't encourage you to read it, um, here is probably my one thing is that I don't usually choose books, and I think I've said this before, where someone doesn't die right like right off the bat, <laughs> like in the first, you know, Get right the trauma chapter, over. Right,
2: or well, be gone. Because get the yes, trauma started because mm-hmm.
1: I, want, I love the mystery. You and, want the hook, baby. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so this is kind of um, not what I would normally choose. This book brought me so much joy and so much um, feel, this just feel good without being so obvious or maudlin about it or anything like that. It was just, It just made me happier. It just did. And so that maybe is the one thing I would say, not that everybody in the world needs to be happier, but uh, I don't think it could hurt. So I I think I would just encourage anyone who could use maybe just a little uplift uplifted uh-huh. in their day mm-hmm. or you know that this is this is definitely maybe for you yes definitely mm-hmm. maybe for you that's definitely there's maybe. no contradiction <laughs> yeah. in that what that's that's an absolute right there that you just got <laughs> from me
2: <laughs> well well i <laughs> oh. just yawned <laughs> i i i, I ca- i'm yawning today and i don't know maybe i'm releasing something i think you're I hope so. I hope it's my weight. I hope that's what you're <laughs> releasing over there. So I hope it's my weight. I hope it's some little angst school angst today. I got a lot of rowdy kids last period of the day, right before we got here. Well, oh, yeah, a lot of energy, a lot of patience
0: mm-hmm.
2: and end of the day. end yeah. of the day yeah. is
0: hard to have a content class it is a hard time mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. end of the day should be pe for everyone
0: <laughs> P. E.
2: except for the teachers all. well <laughs> unless so. that's like going yeah yeah i won't go there so we decided we wanted to talk about um some of the themes in the book more than the um chronological chrono- chrono- yeah. Chronolo- mm-hmm. cr- yeah the chronology or summary or plot of so the book yeah. so we have some questions jill has well, want to share should we
0: just yeah should Let's we just it. go that way okay so one of the questions that um really resonated with me is this is based on the theme of growing older and we all know that's a thing that I talk about a lot or actually I think I'm mellowing out a little bit around it but um this is definitely has it, you know, Eudora's experience from being a young child on? Mm-hmm. And the question is, how does growing older change us? And what never changes about us? Has this novel made you think about what is most important to hold on to as we move through life?
2: I love that question too. And I'm wondering, do we need to just give a yeah, little synopsis so. of the book for any of you that haven't read the book? tell a little bit about it. Eudora is our main, obviously main character, since the book is The Brilliant Life of Eudora Honeyset. She's 85 years old and- That's a good idea. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and she
2: is coming
1: to what she is deciding is the end of her life and uh, she wants to plan that she wants to plan the end of her life just like she's planned so much of the other events Mm -hmm. in her life and she isn't depressed it she isn't doesn't um, have a terminal illness no she doesn't have a terminal illness she just wants to be able to decide the terms of um, her exit and so she's contemplating that she does have some very um she has some routines in her life that she follows quite regularly like swimming um, and she kind of has a pattern but Uh, She's looking to go to Switzerland in order to uh, have them assist her in the ending of her life. Um, And she's not sad about it. She just really believes that this is I've lived my life and I want to be able to leave on my terms. Mm -hmm. And then a. family moves in next door to them and they have a little girl by the name of Rose and boy,
0: is she a character? So 10, 10 years old, mm-hmm. 10 She's years just, old.
2: Yeah. This, I mm-hmm. love this
0: description of her, um, 10 year old Rose, a whirling pint size, rainbow of color and sparkling cheer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's a great description yeah. of her. And unfortunately,
1: probably because of that description, she has been previously bullied. And that's one of the reasons why she has moved with her family. So she's seeking out new friends. And so she seeks out Eudora. And one of the ways she seeks her out is she opens the little mail slot in the door and she just peeks her little, you know, face in there and just calls out for her new neighbor until mm-hmm. her new neighbor finally responds. And that's how they start developing a relationship. And Eudora is um you know she she's she's pretending i mean i think maybe initially she's resistant to it but she comes around pretty quickly maybe begrudgingly yes but (laughs) still she's like okay fine You know, it may be if this is a way to get you to finally go home, then yes, let's go do something. Yes, I'll take you swimming. If the agreement is you'll leave me alone for the rest of the day. (laughs) So they start building a relationship and then there's some other cast of characters that come along the way and it begins to open the conversation about does she still want to go to Switzerland? Um, to end her life the way that she wanted to, and then other things develop along that line as well. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the um, two-minute right.
2: version. The yeah. premise, the synopsis. Mm-hmm.
0: So how so- does growing older change us? Mm-hmm. And what never changes about us? Hmm. So some of the things about Eudora that don't change are... Well, one of the main ones is the keeping of this promise that she made to her father when she was five and her father had to go away to fight in World War II. Yeah.
1: And uh, he her father is preparing um, the bunker and a safe place for the family. And he really wants them to get out of London uh, as the war gets closer and closer. And so um, Eudora's mother is expecting her little sister and eventually that happens right- In the bunker, in she the bunker. gives birth. While and, there's a- uh, They know, her dad knows the baby's coming and he turns to Eudora and says, you know, make sure that you take care of your, your mom. mom and your Uh, your baby Mm -hmm. and make sure that you keep them safe. And then her father does not return from the war. And Eudora, her entire life, believes that that is her responsibility responsibility, um, to her own detriment. So she sacrifices, she makes sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice in her own life and to her own personal joy in order to fulfill this promise that she's made her, her father. And I think it's just important for us to be able to appreciate that. There's no way that her dad meant for her to, you know, at, cost to your own happiness right. and your own success and all the things that could bring you joy make sure that you sacrifice all of those things to meet the demands regardless of how extravagant and unreasonable those demands might be of your mother who is the adult in this situation mm-hmm. and of this soon-to-be sister um, in order to keep this promise and yet the words we speak into our children, um, are that powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I, she, she yeah. took that, um, that promise. And again, she was five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she made that promise. Five. And one of the things I think that it talks about her character is that she was steadfast. She was, um
2: respectful Mm -hmm. because she took this, that maturity, that major responsibility Mm -hmm. on at such an early age, she stepped up. She also
0: um, experienced things as far as like being able to have friends and a normal childhood. And of course, so many people didn't during the war have a quote unquote normal childhood. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, because she ended up having to caretake her mother at such a young age and the roles were reversed. She, she
2: sacrificed a lot, right? And yep. when she did go do something fun, her mom made her take her sister with her, which is yeah. fine, but her sister was a little bit of trouble. Yeah. yeah and unfortunately she happened to
1: have I hate it when this term is just flung around, but a narcissist for a sister. Mm-hmm. And as a result, and the sister knew the promise pretty much. And she knew mm-hmm. how important it was for Eudora to fulfill that promise. And so she took advantage of it over and mm-hmm. over and over and over right, again. Right, yeah. and said
2: things mm-hmm. like, well, of course you'll do that because yeah. if you don't, you're gonna bring shame to our family yes, exactly. and this mm-hmm. house. Yeah, yeah. I like the second part of this question that
0: says, has this novel made you think about what is most important to hold on to
2: as we move through life? Mm. What about you, Patty? What do you think about that? Well, I definitely think the most important thing to hold on to is, um, well, it's not resentment. Yeah. Uh Aha. And it's not your own you know guilt and shame that for something you did in third grade or high school or anything like that i think what we need to hold on to are the lessons we learned and um through anything difficult or not and i like that when you said how does older growing older change us i think we hopefully it changes us to bring us more wisdom and just like we talked about how what we have said to our kids can be long lasting I want to do over and I want to do it over with more wisdom (laughs) this time and more patience and love and nothing else. I just want to cuddle them and bring them in and keep them. And, and I don't want to say something that I didn't know was going to be something they would hear forever in their head. Here's what's so great though. You can start the, the
1: do over right now. Oh, for sure.
2: Oh, for sure. And, and I have, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm not worried about that, but I do like, as we get older, but that's what I want Mm -hmm. everyone out there to know too. If you, if
1: you think that you've you're beyond that already because your kids are grown or whatever, Mm -mm. you can restart that anytime that you want Mm -hmm. to.
2: But important to hold on to are the, the things that we've gained, the lessons we learned through our life, um, the happy experiences and the sad experiences too. Um, our relationships, I think relationships that aren't, you know, toxic, (laughs) toxic. Um, I don't know. I don't know what we need to hold on to. I know what I don't need to hold on to. Well, what would that be? Well, yeah, I don't want to hold on to things that aren't mine to be responsible for. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's a big one for, I think all of us. And for you, Dora. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's another question? What one do you guys have? Sorry, my... I,
2: I um, number four, we talked a little bit about swimming brings Eudora a sense of purpose and sufficient impetus to face another day. Do you have any rituals that bring you purpose? And I like the part, uh, Eudora, you know, regularly swims and she takes the bus, I think, or does she walk? Does she, she doesn't drive. Initially, I know that. she walked. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, goes to whatever swims, but then Rose comes and says, mm-hmm. can you, do you want to go swimming with me? And Eudora was like, oh, I like my alone time, my alone swim time. And, but she, she does anyway. And it, it turned out good. And then a little, there a was little. a little hiccup at the end of that. <laughs> but, um, do you have any rituals that bring you purpose? Um, Oh, well, I've got one that I've started. So yes. let's see yeah, it's
0: new. Okay. It's new. Okay, so I'm going to preface it with it's new, and I hope that I'm going to do my best to keep maintaining it, but I have been um, getting up early-er in the morning, and getting ready, getting done, and then um, taking my breakfast out to the backyard to over by the fire pit in the rocking chair, and... Listen to the birds and eat my breakfast, and hear all of the sounds. It's not just the birds, but the morning sounds in the mm-hmm. backyard. Yeah. And then um, after I've done that, I do I do a meditation. I've been doing a meditation, and I have gotten to where I so look forward to that. It kind and I keep thinking, oh, it just sets the tone for my day. And it's like I don't know that it really sets the tone for my day, but it sure has bring has brought me a lot of joy in the fact that I want to get up and I want to get out in my backyard
2: mm-hmm. and sit there. Is it hard to leave your backyard?
0: Oh, my gosh. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yes. Yeah, I, I wonder
2: if that would be counterproductive for me. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's not here. We're going to have to, uh, we can uh, find does anybody know where Mrs. is. In the vortex. My backyard's <laughs> called the vortex. <laughs> and once you sit out there, it's hard to get up and leave. Um, are you listening to a meditation? Are you yes. reading one
0: or? Nope. I am listening. Uh, wait a minute. That would be a really good idea to add to it. So I have the daily OM book. Mm-hmm. And if any of you have not heard that or read, looked at that that's a fantastic book it has um a short uh a little short snippet around a different topic each day and you just read it and it's i, I love that i should add that in there too but i listen to um headspace is that what it is
2: yeah yeah I, uh-huh. yep. okay. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. okay
0: yeah i have like over ten thousand minutes on it. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. So I have been doing that and I love it and you can set the time. So there's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And depending on how quickly I get out there, I try to get out there so that I can do 15. And it is really like this whole idea of where's the question swimming brings you dora a sense of purpose and sufficient mm-hmm. impetus to face another day i think that must be what it is is impetus to face another day yeah and not because my not because of anything negative or anything mm-hmm. like that but we know how crazy busy all of our lives mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to say i'm tired of being so busy because i don't want to i don't want to say jinx but i don't want anything yeah you know what I mean I don't yeah, want for that sure to have an effect but I love it so much and that's I'm, so great yeah and I'm a little weirded out about what um the change in the weather is gonna do to me oh I don't mm. think I, I I
1: wouldn't even be thinking about that I wouldn't be putting yourself off into the future mm. I would just stay grounded in the now and enjoy it all as as this beautifulness right now and then deal
2: with that when that's your now yeah because it, it it is, it's delightful. Yeah. I love that you are doing some sensory grounding at the beginning. Yes. Um, for anybody that is struggles with any type of anxiety or if you're feeling angst before something, you, if you can take your shoes off, walk in the yep. grass. And look, I do that. Yeah. Yep, listen, what do you see? What do you hear? Just think of, um, you know, do some sensory grounding and it it kind of just takes your angst into a logic. And so it removes that emotion out of it. And then you're prepared for your meditation. Yeah. That's awesome. She and Eudora with her swimming, she
0: talks in, you know, she talks about how much, how she can just be in another place and not, it's not that she checks out and goes away, but all the cares and all the worries and everything just disappears Mm -hmm. for her when she's in the pool doing her laps.
1: Yeah. I have about twenty thousand minutes on um, Headspace because I just turn it on and leave it on.
2: <laughs> right. So, I, but I don't think well, that's the thing. I do that with my Apple Watch. I, <laughs> I tie it? it to my dog and make him <laughs> run around, and so people think I worked out.
1: <laughs> and Headspace is great because it, especially if you're not um, really. An expert in the idea of meditation because they make it so easy and it's so non threatening and the, it's it's always about wherever you are yeah. is exactly okay in the process, mm-hmm. yeah. right?
2: I mean it really
1: is. Well, I They're- think meditation amazing.
2: it's called practice, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. Because it takes practice to meditate. I'd stay focused because I yeah. would get off task, I'm sure. Well, and that's the great thing about it because on Headspace, listen to us,
0: we're like now gonna be the yeah. commercial for headspace and by the way you're welcome by the way teachers um they they give you a free account yeah for teachers oh so, wow i didn't yeah. know that that's mm-hmm. really great you sign up with your teacher email and it's free so i think i did i think i do have it on my phone i just haven't done I it like yet. that yes it's yeah. so
1: great too because they talk about uh, that's part of the issue with for me around meditation is because for me, I don't like to be wrong. (laughs) Scott, I know that's shocking news to you, but so when, when you're doing it and you know, like, Oh, I'm out of focus. I need to, what the thing that's so nice about head, headspace is that they don't make it wrong wherever you are. They'll just be like, and bring your mind back into focus.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they, yep, they it, just right <laughs> back to breathing and they call yeah. it, they, you just check that you're, um, you note mm-hmm. that you're thinking, I'm yeah. thinking, and then you go back. But it has, it's great because if you're not into meditation, it has guided meditation. So it helps you through. So Patty right. helps with that situation for you getting distracted, which I do too, um, I'm, I get better at it with practice, and then there is meditation without. Uh, and I I love the little series that they do because they'll do um, like a ten meditate a ten day series oh, around right. a certain yeah. concept. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I mean, nice that I can I connected a lot with Eudora mm-hmm. around yeah. that, and I love that she has her ritual. But I also
1: loved that. Uh, Rose was able to take her totally out of the ritual and the routine Mm -hmm. and what was comfortable for her. Like on the shopping trip to get Eudora something different to wear. To the part Stanley's Yeah. Kids' birthday. And Stanley is a Teutonic friend and has had a loss of his own. Right. And but they're their Eudora and Stanley's uh, general outlook on life is really completely different, even though Stanley has recently lost his wife of years and years and years and yeah. is going through that loss. He still appears to be pretty upbeat until that moment when he isn't. And then who is there for Stanley? Uh, it's Eudora. Eudora And Rose Mm -hmm. are there for Stanley in that moment when he is struggling. But when they go to the store, that's one of my favorite scenes in the book. Because, you know, Rose is so in her element. And Eudora is so not in her Mm -hmm. element. And she it's the first time you really see... I mean, there's been little signs of it. But it's the first time you really see Eudora select items specifically because it means something to, to Rose. Rose. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that is so beautiful. And then it looks lovely on her. Yeah. Rose was right. <laughs> it mm-hmm. looks lovely
2: on her, but she would have never chosen no, those things for her, for herself. You what, know? Did, what did she say when she opened her closet and everything was brown, brown. And- But she said she described it some way and I wish I could remember right now because that was funny how she described her own clothes Mm -hmm. being drab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very sad. Colorless. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very sad. Well, you know,
0: Rose's, um, um, outlook on life and her philosophy. And she says this in the book, she has a shirt that says this, it says be Be more more unicorn." unicorn Uh huh. Yeah, and she really brings be more unicorn into. Eudora's life. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and resistance is futile. I mean, it Mm -hmm. just, which is, you cannot resistance to rose in this no. book i think is just even when you're first introduced if you're someone who's like i know where this is going and i am not going to let myself go there because i'm smarter than this book and i'm not going to let you take me there because i'm going to be mm-hmm. you know i'm going to yeah. be I'm the honor one it. in I this moment know. yeah mm-hmm. if you really um stay with the book i don't know how you can't not go
2: there right, right? yeah and adore her yeah yep. adore her and her little and her tenacity, outrageous clothes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and yeah. Well, you guys, there's one more question that I want to hit before uh, mm-hmm. too much longer. This um, question says: Is it ever too late to find forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Is it I possible to one. have a new beginning, or do we always carry our pasts with us? And I I connect to this one as well because I mean, as you know, my the decade of my 20s was a roller coaster and, um, carrying what I experienced during that time. Um, and the element of forgiveness for events and people that were involved in my life at that time, um, and recent and and recent, yeah. And very recent. Right. And so the whole idea of, do we always carry our past with us? For me, I carry it, but I don't hold it mm-hmm. if that makes any sense you
2: so, know it happened but you're not harboring this resentment no
0: because i wouldn't be who and where i am now had i not experienced that so while it's not at the forefront i think it has become part of um, my makeup my dna and it's shaped me in my experiences it doesn't it does affect how i treat others not in a negative sort of a way it's it's uh you know once you've experienced certain things you know that that's not something you're ever going to do or project on someone else you know what i mean it gives yeah. you well
2: and you, it gives you empathy for others who've experienced similar experiences yeah similar things mm-hmm. that are hard yeah like you're very very um empathetic caring person yeah so
0: some, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says, you know, and it, the question is, is it possible to have a new beginning or do we always carry our past with us? And I well, think I don't you know that do that's both. Yeah. I? I don't know that that is necessarily or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, to me, it's, it's all about a new beginning. Once you've experienced something that's painful and the new beginning, I mean. You've become, you're in a new beginning space too. You are new after that experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and I feel like that they are connected. Those two are connected because yeah, I, again, my experiences have put me where I am and made me believe and feel and do the things I do.
2: Well, every time we do anything and experience learn something i mean our brain changes it's changing to learn and so every every day is really a new beginning because we're we're addressing that day with a little bit different neurology mm-hmm. right. yeah we've learned that and i think Talks if you that. can mm-hmm.
1: if you can clear off of the energy of the event right. or the experience mm-hmm. And learn what you were meant to learn from the event or the experience, then that's when forward movement can happen, right. where you're not holding on, on to all of the energy of it, but you can take with you, what is it I meant to learn from it, then that's, that's a pretty good space to be in. Right. And, you know,
0: for Eudora's experience, she had a huge experience that she had to at some point not only forgive her sister Mm -hmm. and her and eudora's fiance who then had uh, who then cheated on her with her sister yeah and they ran off um and eudora had to find a place to at some point forgive both of them Mm -hmm. and to forgive herself. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the,
1: that's the, therein lies the real question. You know, are we talking about our ability to forgive others or are we really talking about our ability to forgive ourselves or both? Because I think Eudora gets into the space where she can forgive her sister. I don't know if she gets to the point where she can forgive herself because that's this instance though is the one time where she didn't hold the promise that she made to her father. And then there's a devastating consequence to that, which she is not responsible for, Mm -mm. but I think that she continues to hold herself responsible for that and is unable to forgive herself. And I think that's why she denied herself relationships for so long in her life was that is the penance she was willing to pay for not holding that promise and the consequence that happened as a result of that until Rose breaks through there at some level. And at the end of the book, I think is when you see Things have changed now at the end of the book, Uh, but she could have still made the decision that she was committed to make previously. And she makes a different choice now. And I think she is only able to make that choice now and be with the people that she has now really truly formed loving relationships with because she is at least in the healing process of self-forgiveness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what a time to do that. Yeah. What a time. To wait, mm-hmm. you know, to have that experience at mm-hmm. the very end. Well, better. Mm-hmm.
1: Late than never. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But what did she miss in her life?
0: All the way Because of that. her unwillingness to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved how she ended up telling her life story to Rose. Mm-hmm and she didn't hold anything back she didn't and it's the first time she'd ever shared the whole story with mm-hmm. anyone
2: yeah well and rose is surprisingly mature too like totally she asks uh eudora questions that are pretty deep for a 10 year old yeah well like, that's are what you afraid of
1: dying when you're 10 and mm-hmm. you're the only child and yeah, you've true. grown up with adults mm-hmm. yep yeah but very yeah mm-hmm. inquisitive mm-hmm. Kiddo questions for a 10 year old. Yeah.
2: I want to just say one last thing to Jill's question from the beginning. She asked, um, how does growing older changes? What doesn't change? And I was thinking, um, I think, uh, we become more appreciative of things, experiences as we age. I know Mm -hmm. that I'm so about having experiences. Because you can't take anything else with you. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. And the other part of that was what never changes about us. I kind of think hopefully my sense of humor wouldn't change or my curiosity yeah. or my.
0: Um, Your looks will never change. Ever. My looks. Your looks will always remain
2: hot. hot. Oh, well, and wow. Amazing. I, that'll never change that never. it's never change it is changing and changing and changing <laughs> there's not so much maintenance. <laughs> so much maintenance but anyway i thought that i think all of us too like you guys things that aren't going to change about you or you're going to never stop wanting to learn more right right that's that's yeah, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and i think we have to do that we have to be even if we're like too tired, but we need to figure something out. We need to want to know more or keep, know, moving. B- keep moving and yeah. our brain as well as our body. Yeah. Yeah. Our, well, you, And we'll always be talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, th- and talking about real things, you yeah. know. That, the hard stuff. The hard stuff, which we haven't talked about the hard stuff for a while. Let's well, yeah. We need to go to dinner. Yeah. Oh. And we're going to
1: talk more of that in our next book, book for yes. next month. Yeah. So do you want to introduce it? Yeah. So should we just say thank you, Eudora, for yes. this great piece? Yes, for enlightening us and being a part mm-hmm. of our life. And if you didn't catch it, we really encourage you to uh, grab it. It yep. really is just delightful and it'll be like a part of your family. Yeah. It really will. Yep.
0: Yeah. I think I'd like her as a grandma for sure. Right. Or even a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so our book for next month is hard and, mm-hmm. um, it is called American dirt. This book is by Janine Cummins. It was, um, actually in the Oprah book club a while ago, this came out in 2018. Yeah. And the topic is very hard. This topic yep. is very hard and, and very relevant. Very relevant. Still
1: it was relevant then and, and it's still relevant, relevant very still now. concerning. Mm-hmm. Very concerning
0: and it has it's uh got quite a bit of violence in it that's all realistic. Mm-hmm. It's all real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you would like to read that along with us and we will definitely have that for next month. Yeah. American dirt. And we'd love to have you read with us.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's a little bit of a shift for us and um it's one of the things that we also wanted to do. We wanted to bring light and we wanted to bring laughter and we also wanted to bring conversation and discourse about real things that really matter. And in the world out there, real things that really matter is an important thing for us to be talking about too. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, blue ball, blue ball, blue, 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 blue,
2: blue ball, uh, blue ball, <laughs> blue ball. All right, okay. Uh, what am I looking forward to? I am looking forward to this weekend because I am planning on going up north to see my girls. Yay, fun! But mostly fun. Owen. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Mostly the grandbaby. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. I hear that. mm-hmm. that's how it goes. It does. So. Miss Jill.
0: Um, what is my biggest accomplishment of the week?
2: Uh, well, it's only Tuesday. So let's say in the Tuesday. last week.
0: Tuesday. Well, maybe it is that um, I am slowly but surely getting some cabinets painted that I've been meaning to do for a long time.
2: Oh, well, i need to get that finished that is a chore right? Did you
0: need help um i just need someone to do them Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know I'm, to do them. yeah i'm no. out i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big accomplishment and it'll be even bigger when i get it done this week so yeah nice yes. yeah yeah okay, okay Michelle
1: uh, so what made me smile so there's lots of things in the last week but I would say that one of the things that I'm going to treasure the most is actually going to happen on Friday so Scott and I have made a date to go to the uh, high school football game oh, it's nice. going to be the first home game and circle back for been, life it's been <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since we've gone over we used to all the time when i was teaching before because i have a lot of players that are uh football players that are uh in my senior english class Uh and so um you know we made a special little date to go this to this friday's game and
2: i'm really yeah i'm really excited about that it's gonna be especially fun
0: that's great yeah Yeah. you guys have a
2: good time i i used to go to football games for years and years and years and i didn't I don't go as often anymore. Well, you're welcome
1: to come along with and us. And I
2: kind of miss it. She's going to have baby Owen. i oh, going to be yeah. up north. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, good. You guys have fun. Let us That'll know. Oh, fun. we will. Oh, yep. totally. We hey. will. For sure. Yep. Hey, thanks, everybody, okay. for joining us Thank today.
1: You. Have a great week. Have See you later. a
0: fantastic one. See you. Bye, bye
1: everyone.
2: Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week,
1: get out there and talk.
2: This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.